Imagine if you went from feeling fine every day to feeling amazing. How would your life be different? Everyone has the ability to feel amazing again and again. You just need the right tools to get there. If you're ready to feel amazing, stick around. Now, here's the host of the I'm Not Fine Show with functional nutrition coach, Lizzie Enns. Hello, 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 you guys. We are back for another phenomenal episode. And today it is a very, very special one because we, this is my last show for 2023. And I want to end this year and this episode for the year with a bang, because this is about the time that everybody starts getting antsy. Maybe you've been getting antsy for a little while already about the new year. And what is 2024 going to look like? And I am in full belief, 100% full belief that how we end the year is how we start the year. And so the whole month of December, I have been talking about this, um, about how you end the year is how you begin the year. And so what we're going to do today is dive into how to avoid the trap of the New Year's resolution. Because let me ask you this one very, very specific question. And uh, you're either going to have a heck yes answer or a heck no answer. If you're someone that loves new beginnings, New Year's resolutions, setting those goals, and um, you like to achieve those goals, um, you're going to resonate one way or the other here. Okay. Many, many people start their new year's out with a bang and they're saying they set their new year's resolutions their new year's goals and then a couple weeks in all of a sudden life hits them and uh they don't continue on there's a huge huge percentage of people that never actually accomplish the goals that they set out to accomplish the beginning of the year right and so we're going to dive into all of that and why that is like, what happens, like what happens that you all of a sudden uh, are like, this is too hard. I can't do this anymore. And there are several different factors for that because everybody's experience can be so different. Now, I personally have never really been a fan of, Hey, it's the new year. Let's make new year's resolutions and new year's goals and set out to accomplish those. I think partially because it didn't it hasn't really resonated with me because we didn't do that growing up. Like that wasn't really necessarily something that we did. It was just like, hey, it's a new year, life goes on, right? Now I do believe in setting goals because if you don't have goals, you stay mundane and um, you don't continue to grow in your life. But without the strategic plans and the structure and everything behind those goals, Goals and dreams don't really mean anything, okay? So you can say, hey, my goal is to accomplish in 2024, I want to accomplish and do this. It could be, hey, I finally want to take control of my health. I want to figure out what's going on. I want to heal my body. I want to lose 50 pounds, I, A, B, and C. Now, that's great and all. That is absolutely phenomenal. And I always commend people for, setting those goals. However, one of the most important things beyond that goal is actually having a strategic plan to achieve that goal, 
And there's a reason so many people don't ever accomplish what their dreams and goals are and what they set out to uh, complete in the first place is because there is no structure and no strategic plan behind on how are you actually going to get there. And this brings me to this. A goal and a dream are just that without an action plan behind it. So you could be, you can be, I, I've said this to, to other people before in my life, friends, family, where they said, hey, I have a dream. I I would love to make a lot of money or I have a dream. I, I want to work out, take care of my health and I want to lose a lot of weight. And here's my, always my answer behind that. I care that you have a dream and you have a goal, but really truthfully, that doesn't really mean anything to me until you see, until I see action behind it. You have to follow it up with the action. It's the same idea as someone says, oh, I want to have my own business and I want to run my own business. Or I've developed an LLC, an LLC for a business, but you've had it for 10 years and never done anything with it. And that's that revolving like hamster wheel that people get stuck on. It's like, yeah, it, you can talk about it, but until there is action behind it, it doesn't really mean anything because talk is cheap, right? So you have to have a structured plan and you have to have action behind it. And we're going to get into so many of those things today. And how do you actually set yourself up for success? Now, before we even uh, dive into that any further, if you are someone, I want to invite you in on something right now. If you are someone that is in this place of saying, hey, I want a different year this year, but I know that I can't do this myself. Because one of the things that also makes you so much more successful and can fast track your results and where you want to go is by having someone help you. A professional comes in and says, hey, I have a fast track. I can accelerate your results because I know how to help you. And here's how we're going to do it. And that's what I do with my clients. Listen, if you've been on this hamster wheel, it's time to stop it. And we're going to talk about dieting as well. We've talked, I've talked about this before, but if you have been, you know, spinning your wheels over and over and over and you're like, I'm not getting anywhere, or maybe you get results for a little bit and then you go right back to what you were doing before, it's probably time for you to work with someone. Now I'm going to tell you right now, it's time for you to work with someone that has proven results and can help you fast track your results so that you can feel more uh, accomplished and you can get those results that you need in a much shorter period of time. And sometimes that is exactly what you need to do in order to get you there. And I want to invite you in on that because January is going to get a little bit crazy. <laughs> and this is when everybody's like, New Year's resolution, New Year, new me, let's do it. My calendar is open for January. And uh, I want to help as many people as I possibly can in January. And so I want to invite you to book a consultation call with me. Now, this is not for people that are just looking for a quick uh, diet and exercise plan. That's not what I do, although that is included in my program. But my program is so much more than just that. It's very in-depth. And this is for the people that have been struggling 
with their health. Their doctor's not helping them. You have hormone issues, you have thyroid issues, you're on medication, but that medication isn't necessarily helping you feel better. It might alleviate some of the symptoms that you have, but we all know that medication isn't the final answer for most of us know that. And uh, that was kind of proven actually on a post that I did last week on hypothyroidism. And one of the things that I said in this post is, hey, your hypothyroidism isn't the, the, the root cause of hypothyroidism isn't actually your thyroid. The root cause of your hypothyroidism can be many, many other things, whether it's vitamin and mineral deficiencies, whether it's high parasites, high inflammatory issues, gut issues, your liver, your cholesterol, all of those things can be the root cause of what is going on. It could be things emotionally and mentally that are going on. And so this is for the person that maybe has gone to the doctor and they, you're told like, hey, uh, everything's fine. Your levels are fine. Here's some more medication um, and or you're upping the dose of your medication, but it's not actually fixing the problem. So I want to invite you in to grab that booking link in the show notes, grab my calendar, book a consultation and let's make 2024 a year of healing for you and a year of you feeling better. You're going to have more energy. You're going to sleep better. You're going to have sustainable weight loss if that is your goal. You're going to finally figure out what is actually going on with your health and you're not going to have to stay on that hamster wheel and throwing darts at your health, darts at the wall. Stop going out and buying all the random supplements that influencers are telling you that you need because you have you have uh, gut issues or thyroid issues or hormone issues. What you actually really, really need to do is do in-depth lab work, work with someone for a bit, Figure out what your body actually needs and then give it what it needs. Don't waste thousands of dollars on supplements that you don't even know if your body is needing, number one. And number two, don't waste your time trying to self-diagnose yourself and figure out what is going on. Instead, do work with someone that is going to do the in-depth lab work, get your full health history and really figure out what is actually going on and then give your body what it needs from there. And that is how you fast track your results by actually getting in there, getting answers and figuring out what it is you're needing and then setting the plan from there. Now, the next thing too is one of the things that I want to I sh- make very, very clear here today is that everybody's results are different and everybody's journey is different. So when you look at someone else's results and what they're getting, I'm going to tell you right now, that's not guaranteed for you. And here's why. You can't expect 15 years of 15, 10, even five and six years of health issues to be healed like that. It can't happen in 12 weeks it can happen in six months. It has, it, it, it takes time. There's layers and layers of it. So the number one thing that I'm going to tell you right now is if you are ready to commit to a uh, journey of actually getting to the root of what is going on with your body, then you have to make a decision like now's the time and then commit to it. So the first step is always decision. You decide, you say, okay, I'm in, I've decided I'm going to do it, enough is enough, now is the time to make 
the change. So now you've, you've decided, and there's two things that happen here. You've decided that you're not going to accept your reality right now. You're not going to settle. So if you get a diagnosis of high cholesterol and or hypothyroidism, you can. there's two things that can happen here. You can say, okay, I've accepted my diagnosis and it is what it is. And this is just who I am and what my body is doing. That's a decision that you made. Or you can decide that you're going to change it. Both of these are very, very powerful decisions that we make, whether we know it or not. But we make them. Okay, so you can decide to stay in that and allow your body to tell you what is wrong with you and what, why it's feeling the way that it is and accept to stay in that and be miserable. Or you can say, I have decided that I'm not going to accept this because I want better in my life. And your decision is, I'm changing it. Both are decisions. And we both commit to it one way or the other. So you're either going to decide that you're going to stay here and you're committed to the diagnosis and you're going to hang out there in pain and misery, or you're going to decide that you want something different and you're committed to making that change. Now, what's the easiest part? Which one of these is easier? Staying where you're at or deciding that you're going to make a change and then having action behind that? Change is hard. It's not easy to say, hey, I'm going to make a change and I have to make a lot of changes in my life in order for this to happen and for me, for my body to heal, okay? That's hard. But you know what's even harder? Struggling every single day with how you're feeling, not wanting to get out of bed, not knowing how to take care of your body, having to pay doctor and hospital bills that you don't want to pay, struggling to go to work. And when you feel like this, you're underperforming at work. You can't even show up the way that you want, be the person that you want, be the mom, the, the spouse that you want, the, um, in the relationships that you are with your friends. You can't be the best person. So even though change is hard, what is harder is staying exactly where you're at and not making those changes. So a lot of times we look at, oh, hey, I need to change the way that I'm eating. I need to change the way that I'm taking care of my body. Um, and you only look at the things that you're giving up. But you know what else you are, if you decide that you're gonna stay in the section of, um, in, in, in the part where you accept your diagnosis and you say, this is just what it is and you stay in misery, What's even harder is missing out on life that could be. You don't get to travel. You don't get to go uh, enjoy places and see things and the people that you want if you're miserable and you're just getting by. That's harder. So sometimes we get really, really caught up on the things that we have to give up short term in order to get what we want long term. But I'm gonna tell you right now, if you're not willing to give up what you need to give up short term in order to get what you want long term, you're never gonna get where you want to go. You have to be willing to make those sacrifices if you want that long term goal. If you're someone that's like, hey, I just wanna stay here and 
I don't want to change anything and I just want to be miserable and because I'm not willing to change the short-term things to get here, then that's your choice, but you have to take responsibility for that. The responsibility, whether it's staying where you're at here or, or deciding that you're going to change the things that you need to change to get what you want long-term, all of those are still your responsibility, nobody else. Okay, we have to go to our first break here and I feel like I'm just getting started and we are gonna talk about um, how you can set yourself up. Don't worry, we're gonna get into that, but this is really, really important for you to understand why do we do the things that we do and what is it that we want? And I want you to get into to this next year really rethinking how you're going to structure your plan and how you're going to go into 2024 so that you don't get here a year from now and you go, I failed again. And I didn't follow through with what I said that I was going to do. So we're going to go to our first break here. But when we come back, we're going to continue to dive into this subject. And trust me, you're going to walk away with some valuable information and steps that you can take in order to make 2024 a better year for you, your health, and your body. We'll be right back. We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good, and that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing, like a pendulum swinging, we must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away so you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Central Time, 1 p.m. Mountain Time, and 12 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie Enns. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to lizzie at undietyourself.live. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. Let's continue to dive in here because this is something that I want you guys all to really, really think about as you are going into ending this year and then going into the year. So we talked a little bit about um, how you end your year is how you start your year, right? And so you want to really, really think about what does that look like for you? What kind of habits do you want to in place like we still got a few days left before the end of this year and you can already start putting those actions in place and say okay I'm gonna 
uh, get a bedtime routine in place. I'm going to have a morning routine in place, whatever the case may be. But I'm going to tell you right now, structure, structure, structure. If you don't have any kind of plan and you don't have any structure behind what it is that you want to accomplish, you're going to be winging it and winging it doesn't get you anywhere or not where you want to be if you don't have that plan. So you want to make sure you have a solid plan in place. Now, let's talk a little bit about going into a New Year's resolution and uh, a new year and what your goals are. And um, <clears throat> one of the things that I've seen over and over and over so many times, and I, I, I started watching it over the last, you know, couple months or, or so, marketing, right? So like a lot of marketing happens towards the end of the year to uh, get people to start thinking January, January, January is where um, everybody starts their New Year's resolution. By the way, I'm always so proud of everybody that uh, all my clients that come in in December and they're like, I'm starting in December. I'm not waiting until January until every, you know, for everybody else to start. I'm going to start now so that I'm ahead of the game. And those are the leaders. If you want to be a leader, you're going to do things differently from everybody else. Okay. You don't follow the crowd. You set yourself away from the crowd and you say, okay, what is everybody else doing that? Um, I need to be doing differently in order to be set apart from the crowd, okay? One of those things is if you are looking to change your diet, if you are looking to change your workout routine, maybe you don't even have a workout routine, but if you are looking to change what it is that you are doing for your health and you need to lose weight or you want to help your body feel feel better, then you need to look at like your day-to-day -day habits and go, okay, what do I need to do differently? And what are the people around me doing? And if your people around you are not doing what you know that is going to be get you successful, then you need to set yourself apart and say, okay, I need to move to the side or to the front, like I like to say, and say, I need to do things a little bit differently. Now, that is not to say that you can't follow someone else's uh, plan if they were successful. I heard a really, really powerful podcast recently. Um, actually, no, it was not a podcast. I was on a call with someone and there was a guy, um, Chris um, Vincent, I believe. I can't remember his last name right now, but I was on a call with him. And uh, it, it was in a group setting and we were talking about uh, like why you do things in a certain way. And he was talking about something very, very specific where he said um, he was watching other professionals in his field do something very, very specific that he didn't know why and it didn't really make sense. But what he saw was that it worked for them and it made them very, very successful. And so he, his answer to that was not, oh, hey, why are they doing it? It was this. He said that he heard someone say this, someone very powerful say this one time. He said, um, it doesn't always make sense, but success leaves clues. Success always leaves clues. So if you look at somebody and you say, okay, they were very, very successful, in what they did, what did they do differently? And you look at the little clues that they leave, and then you can say, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, copy that. 
And it doesn't necessarily mean like, you know, you go look at like exactly what is someone is eating or how they're working out. That's small pickings compared to like what you actually need to be focusing on. It wasn't what they were eating and how they were exercising that actually made them successful. Let me tell you something. The thing that actually made them successful, if they were going to lose 50 to 100 pounds or whatever it is that they were trying to achieve, wasn't what they were eating and how they were moving. It was a fraction of it. It was a percentage of it, but a small percentage of it. The secret to what actually got them there is the consistency and the plan and the discipline that they had every single day, day in and day out, week after week, month after month to show up for that. You know, I have people that look at, um, they, they look at me for an example and, you know, they may go, oh, hey, like I wish I could do what you do in the gym, or I wish I could, I have the discipline to do what you do to fuel and nourish your body in the way that you do. Oh, I want to look like her. I wish I had the body that she does. Those kinds of things. I've heard it all. Here's the thing. I've not only been doing this for a year or two. I've been in this this industry for over 10 years. And 10 years of clues, 10 years of practicing, re, redoing things, changing things. But you know what? How I ate 10 years ago is not how I eat now. How I moved 10 years ago is not how I moved now. But you know what keeps me going and what's um, the number one thing that is the success of me being healthy and uh, taking care of myself is not what I'm eating, how I'm eating, and how I'm exercising. That's a percentage of it. But it's small. It's actually showing up day in, day out, week after week, month after month, year after year. It's a discipline to show up for yourself. Now, what that looked like 10 years ago is not what it looks like today. And that is where we have to be able to shift. It's that pendulum that swings. You got to move with your body. You got to move with your health. You got to move with your lifestyle, with your business, with your life. You have to be able to swing with it, dance with it, move with it, adjust with it. And you have to have fun with it. Okay? So it's the consistency and the discipline behind it. So let's go back to um, the moment where we're talking about we get a diagnosis of diabetes, high cholesterol, hypothyroidism, autoimmune. What do we choose to do in that? I'll tell you a little bit of a story here. I've been in a place where I've gotten diagnosed with hypothyroidism. I've gotten diagnosed with Hashimoto's autoimmune. I have been told before that I needed back surgery, which I had back in 2017. This was a year into my training. The, in the first year of me working as a personal trainer, um, I've been told that I needed, uh, that I had really, really high candida levels and about a hundred different food sensitivities. And I will tell you one of the most consistent things that happened through all of these. The first thing that happened 
to me was when I was told in the first year of my personal training career, within the first six months of working as a personal trainer, I was told that I needed back surgery. And I still remember to this day that being the most devastating moment of, of my personal training career. And here's why. Here I had just graduated a few months before from uh, six months of, of personal training school, which was like the best time of my life ever. I got to learn so much about the body. I, got, I fell in love with fitness. Started working as a trainer shortly after that. And then, you know, less than six months later, I'm told I need back surgery because I had things going on that were actually affecting my health and my fitness. And I wasn't able to uh, do any continue on with the lifestyle that I had if I didn't have the surgery. And that was massively devastating to me because I'm supposed to be this healthy trainer that people look up to and I'm all excited about my career and all of a sudden I need to have surgery. But one of the most pivotal moments of that was I asked my, I didn't ask, ask a God or myself, why is this happening? I didn't ask why. Because I didn't need to know why. I, di I, I didn't know why it was happening. I was frustrated. I was upset. But I didn't ask the question why it was happening to me. You know what I did ask though? I asked, I specifically asked God, what is it that I need to learn from this? That is a lesson that I need to learn in order to become the person that I need to become to help the people that I need to help. And after I asked that question, everything changed. And it wasn't that I didn't, it wasn't that I wanted the surgery. It was that I now looked at it as what can I learn from this to better my career, my future, and to help my clients. And I will tell you something, that surgery and the recovery of that surgery taught me more than I could have ever learned in training school on how to help my clients, how to help myself, and to resonate and help people in a way that I would have never been able to help in any other way. That was the lesson. There were a whole lot other lesson, whole lot of other lessons in there too. That was a massive one. And that goes back to our experiences are what make us, right? So whether it's excruciating and painful, if you allow that moment to teach you something, and go, okay, what am I supposed to get out of this? And you find the lesson in that. And then you grow from there and you learn from it and you apply it into your life. It's all just part of life. Nobody gets out of life without going through painful moments. But those painful moments are what are the some of the most amazing and best lessons that we could ever learn in life. Okay. Uh, we're going to continue this conversation when we come back, but we have to go back. We have to go to our next break here. So please don't go anywhere. Hold that thought. We'll be right back. I'm Lizzie Ames, your host on the I'm Not Fine show. We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good. And that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. 
tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away so you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Central Time, 1 p.m. Mountain Time, and 12 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie Enns. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to lizzie at undietyourself.live. Now back to the program. That's right, everyone. You can email me just as she said. And also you can find my booking link to my calendar uh, for a consultation. If you are someone that's like, I need support, I need the help, I want the guidance, and I want the fast track of uh, healing with my body. And I want to see those results that are sustainable and lasting. I want to invite you in again to go grab that link and book a consultation and let's make it happen. Let's make 2024 the year that you feel in control and you feel like, wow, I can get off this hamster wheel. Let's get back to talking about what we were talking about just before the break. What are those moments? And what is it that you need to get out of these painful moments? And, you know, you look back at some of the most painful moments that you and hardest moments that you've had in your life. And when do you ever go through a time where things are really good and and you go, oh, remember when I went when life was really, really good and things were amazing you don't talk about what the lessons were in that, do you? We always talk about what we learned in the moments of difficult times. Now, and that goes back to talking about these painful moments, the hardships in our lives are the things, are the moments that we learn what we're capable of when our back is up against the wall, okay? We don't go seeking out these moments. We don't, we don't love it. I had this conversation with a friend of mine last year one time. We were talking about putting yourself in uncomfortable situations. And one of the things that she told me was that she was about to go into an event that she was she knew was going to be extremely uncomfortable. And so, <laughs> so as she's preparing for this event, mentally... To walk in there, she literally tells herself, man, this is going to suck, but I'm going to do it anyway, because I know the benefit of putting myself in uncomfortable situations where it makes me have to dig deep, be uncomfortable, learn and grow. 
That's what difficult times do to you. When your back is up against a wall and you go, I have nothing left to lose. That is when some of the most valuable lessons and teaching moments are in your life. Now, we're going to talk a little bit about, go back to what, what we were talking earlier on um, choosing to stay where the known is and where the diagnoses are and where it's uncomfortable and then making those changes to get yourself out of that situation. You have to get comfortable with the idea of being uncomfortable if you want better in life. Your growth does not happen you being comfortable. It doesn't happen. So you have to get comfortable with that idea of, okay, this is going to be uncomfortable. I got to make some changes and I don't like it, but I'm going to do it anyway because I understand what the benefit on the other side of this discomfort is. That is the same thing that you want to think about when it comes to your health. Beginning of the year is when everybody thinks about what's the quick fix and the fastest way that uh, I can lose some weight, get healthy. I'm going to go to the gym every single day, um, do what I need to do to get my my health together and, and start losing the weight. Very, very common. Which, by the way, is fine if that works for you. But the question you have to ask yourself is how many years over and over and over in January is that what happens? And I do think that people are more and more waking up to this idea of um, New Year's resolutions and weight loss and all that at the beginning of the year. I do feel like a lot of people are getting to this place where they don't actually uh, jump on that bandwagon. But there are still hundreds and thousands of people that do. And what we've seen in the in the health and fitness industry over many, many years is the beginning of January. I mean, you ever go to the gym in the beginning of January and you're like, wow, the gym is really packed. There's a lot of people here. By the end of February or end of January into February, March it starts to die down. And why is that? Couple things. We've talked about this earlier on is that concrete plan, the structure that you have in place that you're going to follow through with no matter what. So what is that? What is it that you have in place? And there's something that I like to call boundaries, boundaries that we put in place. So when you don't have boundaries in place and you say, okay, I, you allow other things to come in to push out what the original plan was. So there's no boundaries there. Let me give you an example. You say, okay, I'm going to go to gym four days a week. All of a sudden it's the end of the week and you're like, I only made it one time or I didn't even make it once. And it's usually because there was no structure, no plan behind that of when you were actually going to go to do it. And the boundaries were not in place in order to prevent that from happening. So what you need to do in order to have a solid plan in place is say, okay, treat it like an appointment. You have an appointment with the gym, you have an appointment with yourself, whatever the case may be. And you set that appointment and you say, this is a non-negotiable. 
if you want change. You make it a non-negotiable. At the beginning of the week, you look at this, you look at your week and you go, okay, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I have 30 minutes and I'm going to block out exactly when I'm going to do that. And I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to do, I'm going to work out. That's a non-negotiable that you put in place because that's important to you, right? Now, other boundaries are maybe you're drinking a little bit too much during the week or at any point in time. And you're saying, okay, if I want to see results, I actually need to stop drinking or cut back on my drinking. What does that look like? And you have to put boundaries in place and you say, okay, Monday through Friday, I don't drink at all because it's not helping me. It affects my sleep, causes inflammation, makes me tired, I got brain fog. Plus I want to lose the weight and I want to cut the inflammation down on my body. And so the boundary that you put in place is that you don't drink during the week and maybe you have yourself a few on the weekends. And I'm talking about going out and getting trash because that's not going to help you during the week. But the boundary that you put in place is Monday through Friday, you don't. Maybe you have some Saturday and that's something that you're like, hey, I can do this on Saturdays. But you don't do it during the week. Plus, it's your work week. Don't you want to feel your best when you're going to work? You can perform better. You can think better. You have a lot more energy. You have more energy to be at the gym. And you feel better to prepare your foods. Now let's talk about food. What are the boundaries that you have in place for your food? What's the plan? What's the structure? I'm telling you right now, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. If you don't plan, one of the things that I work so hard on with my clients is you have to have a plan when it comes to your food. If you're winging it, it's not going to work. My most successful clients are the ones that follow uh, the guidelines that I give them and I say, listen, I need you to think about what foods you need in the house, what groceries you need in the house for the week, not for the day, for the week. It doesn't mean that you have to um, meal prep every Sunday or Saturday where you set aside two hours of cooking and you cook all your meals ahead of time. That's not what that means. What it means is you strategically look at what protein do I need in the house? What kind of meals do I want to have? What vegetables, what fruits do I need in the house? And you make sure you have those things in the house. And then when you do cook, you cook enough for multiple meals, not just one meal. And I like to call it cook once, eat two or three times. And that's my version of meal prepping. I don't like to, you know, plan to like cook all of my food over the weekend for the week. That's that's just not my thing. I've done it in the past, but I don't do that anymore because I, one, I don't need to. But that is where the structure comes in and you go, okay, what are the meals that I want to make for the week? What groceries do I need to have in the house? Make sure you have those in the house. And then you plan, you have that stuff in place in order for you to cook the things that you need to cook. And another boundary that you have in place when it comes to your food. Now, this is this is structure. This is that's a structure that I'm talking about when it comes to your food. But boundaries is another thing that you have to have in place. An example for a boundary is the foods that you know that you shouldn't be eating that are making you sick and not making you feel good shouldn't be in your house. 
if they're in your house, you probably are going to want to eat it if it's something that uh, you can't not eat. So for an example, for me, if there's ice cream in my freezer, I don't care. It doesn't really bother me. On a very rare occasion, can I go to the freezer and be like, eh, I want some ice cream. Now, what, what I will generally not be able to say no to if there's a really, really good homemade pastry in my house. I'm going to want to eat that every single day until it's gone. And so you know what I do? I don't have it in the house. That's my boundary. On occasion, I'll make myself a pie or a cookie or whatever. And I usually make them a little bit healthier. So um, I it doesn't necessarily like affects me as much, but even with the healthy ones, um, I still don't have it in the house very often because I know that I can't say no to it. So my boundary is don't have it in the house. That's a boundary you put in place. If you're someone that like can't not eat the chips, a whole bag of chips or the chips every single day, if you're someone that can't not eat the sugar when the sugar's in the house, then the boundary that you have to put in place is not have it in the house. And you treat it like a delicacy and a treat when you go out. That's how I treat my desserts. It's a delicacy when I go out. So that, that's my boundary. And then I do get to enjoy it, just not every single day. Now, we're going to talk a little bit. We don't have a whole lot of time left here. But one of the things that I want to do when I come back in the last part of this show is I'm going to give you some examples of things of how to set yourself up with strategic things that you can do to get started. Very, very simple, very straightforward, but you want to go into this year not thinking about what diet you want to jump onto. You want to think about what structure and what plan you want to have in place with boundaries and, and then follow that through with your discipline and your action steps that consistency. That's what we're going to be talking about. So don't go anywhere. We're, we'll be right back. We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good. And that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing, like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies, Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away so you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Central Time, 1 p.m. Mountain Time, and 12 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie Enns. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to lizzie at undietyourself.live. Now back to the program. Welcome back, you guys. We are on the tail end of this show today, and I hope this has been absolutely phenomenal and helpful for you and maybe just the boost that you need to uh, end this year and start your year really, really strong. Um, before I dive into the end of the show, next week's show, we're going to be talking about how to create hormonal harmony. And sometimes this is much simpler than what people think it is. 
but also it's not your fault because everything uh, from social media to all the things that people are saying that you should or shouldn't be doing when it comes to your hormones is very, very, sounds very, very complicated. But I'm going to simplify things for you guys next week. So come back and listen to that show next week. Now, to finish out this uh, show today, I want you to think about, like I said before, I want you to think about what is your structure, what's your plan, and then and then what are your action steps with that. Think about SMART goals. You guys all probably know what SMART goals are, right? So you figure out like your uh, specific goals, like you want to be specific about your goal, and then you want to be measurable, you want to be actionable, you want to be realistic, and you want to be timely. And I think there's a couple of those that, depending on who you talk about, who's talking about them, they they measure them a little bit differently, but smart. You want to think smart about what your goals are. And uh, one of the things that I want to add to that is when it comes to your health, you want to look at, and your diet, your health and wellness, you want to look at sustainability. What's sustainable for you long-term? So if you're thinking about uh, jumping on to uh, a new diet and you want some quick Amazon Prime results with this new diet that you're thinking about doing, ask yourself a very, very important question. Is this sustainable long-term? That's number one. Number two, how is this going to affect my health? There's lots and lots of uh, diets that you can go on that will get you weight loss results. But the two most important questions are sustainability. How is this sustainable long-term? And do I want to do this long-term? And number two, how is this going to affect my health long-term? And I will tell you right now, a lot of very, very extreme and strict diets will affect your health long-term. I don't care how much weight you lose it will still affect you long-term if this is something that is an extreme type of diet. I can throw one out there just like the diet Optavia. Very easy to follow. Foods get shipped to your door, but it's expensive to bring all those that food stuff in every single month. Number two, you're eating foods that are not actually good for you. They're filled full of preservatives, chemicals, soy products. They're not good products for you. And you're on a very, very, very low calorie diet. I've coached many people that have done this diet before. And the healing and the re reconstructing that we have to do with their health is unimaginable. So if you are someone that is thinking about going on there, like I, I want to advise you to really, really rethink this because that's not doable long-term. Sustainability is not there. Nobody wants to do that. Number uh, two is how is this affecting my health? Now, here are some things that you want to do. I've already talked about this. Think about your plan. What does that structure look like? How, what do you want to follow? What's going to work for you? What's going to be realistic for you? What's going to be smart for you? And that's different depending on what your job is, what your home life is like, how demanding, how stressful, all of those things. But a couple of things, boundaries and structure and a plan that you can follow. And then you, and then you follow that up with your discipline 
every single day and you say, okay, this, these things are non-negotiable. Here can some things move around within my plan, but at the end of the week, you want to look at how much did you follow through with what that plan was. And if you're following through with that plan, it's a consistency, remember? Now, I've talked about these things before and I have uh, entire episodes on the foundations of our health. What are those foundations? What's sustainable for you? And then what are those foundations? But the four things that are always going to be your foundation is your diet. What does that look like? Your exercise. What does that look like? Your water and your sleep. Four foundations of your health. And if you are not working and you don't have the foundation of these things down and good to go, then we have no business starting to build the wall with, walls with all the other things. So you need to work on the foundations. Now I have something coming out uh, here real, real soon, actually, that's called the, the foundations of health. And what it allows you to do is really, really tune in and learn about what you need to be doing to build a strong foundation. So keep your eyes peeled for that because it is coming soon. And I want you guys to be able to take advantage of it because it's something that no matter where anybody is in, in their uh, health and wellness journey, these are things that you need to know and you need to know how to do it in order to build that foundation. So think about water, sleep, your diet, and your exercise. And if you don't know where to start, start with water and walking. If you're not doing anything, those are two things to start out with. Then you can start slowly adding things in, but it's a habit. That's where the consistency comes in, right? I, I had this conversation with a client of mine recently. She's like, I didn't realize how important habit stacking and habit building is. And some of the things that she's doing now are things that, that were so hard for her to do to stay consistent with it. But over time, the more that we worked on it and the more consistent she was, now she's in this place of going, that's just part of my life. Listen, it takes 21 days to develop a habit that sticks, but it takes a, a, up to 90 days to cement that habit in for life and something that like keeps you going because it needs to be cemented in. So always keep that in mind. You can do anything for 21 days, but what can you do for 90 days? Ask yourself those questions. All right, you guys, this is um, the wrap for the show today. I hope this was incredibly helpful. If you're listening to this and you're still here, please go into the uh, show notes, leave us a review. We'll be back next week with another amazing episode. Thank you for listening to the I'm Not Fine Show. Lizzie Ends returns Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, have the best week of your life by making choices that take you from feeling fine to feeling amazing.